Welcome to the Shred with Science podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches, an expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated lifestyle. Yo, what is going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Shred with Science podcast. Today, it is episode 89, and we're talking all things social media engagement, how to add more value. Uh, essentially for those of you guys out there who are trying to grow an online business you're focusing on trying to get more followers now I'm not saying that is good I'm not saying that is bad Um, you need to obviously ensure that they're the right type of followers and today myself and great friend Brian go through some of the things that you guys can take away and start today to start adding more value on your platform obviously increase your following, um, get your message out there, and most importantly for us as coaches, serve more people. Um, Brian DaCosta is someone I've looked up to for a very long time. Um, He has done some pretty incredible things within the fitness space, um, and we've connected over the last year. um, I'm really privileged to call Brian a great friend of mine and someone that I look up to in different aspects of what he's doing, not just in fitness um, or his... uh, how he looks, obviously, for any of you guys who follow him, he's just next level in terms of his physique. Um, we talk about his competition coming up, um, but also his his entrepreneurial mind, of course, um, his ability to serve other people, both as a coach um, within the fitness space, but also within the entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial space. Um, but most importantly for me, his mindset approach and his no bullshit approach um, and his ability to communicate um, and, and motivate for me. I think he's um, he's got depth, which unfortunately a lot of people in this space do not have. So I hope you enjoy. Um, before I do, I'm going to call out the winner of today's uh, review for the free call with me or one of my team um, based on any of the reviews that are left on iTunes. So today's is from Holly. Holly has left a five-star review and she says, Chris's podcast is a great educational addition to anyone who's looking to improve their health and fitness or who is an aspiring coach wanting to get into the, the industry. Guaranteed you will learn something new with each episode and connect on some level to Chris's journey so far. One of my favorite podcasts to listen to when on the move. Thank you for keeping me motivated. Holly, thank you so much for your review. As always, guys, if you leave a review, it is highly likely that you will be called out. Click over to iTunes or while you're listening to this, leave a review and it'll be massively appreciated. Obviously, the growth of the podcast allows me to get people like Brian on, allows me to connect with some awesome individuals all over the world and give you guys more content. In the meantime, guys, I hope you absolutely love this episode. As always, share in your story, tag myself, tag Brian, give Brian a follow. And really just for the next hour, soak up everything Brian has to say. Um, To put into context, over the last few months, Brian has gone from 90,000 to almost quarter of a million followers on Instagram. Um, Completely organically, his engagement has gone through the roof. We talk everything um, entrepreneurial, um, everything fitness, but most importantly, how to serve more people. Enjoy. Dude, I've never experienced LA traffic, but I've heard it's bad. <laughs> I've heard it's bad. <laughs> How long? Well, 
Yeah, I, that's the whole reason why we are a bit delayed getting on the podcast. So let me just say it's, it's not the best. <laughs> First of all, I need to apologize that it's taken us this long since we last met for me to ask you to be on my podcast. But you've been busy, dude. You've been busy. You've been so much. So um, for those out there who are uh, unaware of kind of, I suppose, what you're doing right now, um, you're six weeks out, right? Six weeks out from my uh, first natural bodybuilding competition, yes. Imagine, so like for someone who has been in the fitness space for as long as you have and, you know, looking the way you do, um, it it, it must be daunting to turn around and make that kind of accountability slash commitment to say, I'm actually going to step on stage for the first time. Um, Now that you've got a lot of people kind of buying into what you're doing, are you like relishing the pressure or is it a bit daunting? That's a great question, Chris. Honestly, um, you know, I have stepped on stage before twice and the first time was the bodybuilding.com spokesmodel search. Yes. So that was, that's not a real uh, <laughs> competition, so to speak. And then I did a men's physique show through the MPC, mm-hmm. um, untested, board shorts, wasn't able to show the legs. So um, quickly became apparent to me that that wasn't the class I should be in because I was simply too big. And, and your legs are way too good to be hidden under shorts. I appreciate that, man. And, and actually, it's funny. I saw the head judge of that competition a week, uh, actually a month later in yeah. Gold's Gym Venice, which was my home gym at the time. And he came up and said, hey, did you do a show in San Diego a couple months ago or a month ago? And I said, yeah. He said, I was the head judge. Uh, you didn't place because you're in the wrong class. You need to throw in some trunks and win some shows. And wow. I was like... And I was like, oh, wow, man, for the, for the head judge of the NPC to come up and tell me that, I definitely now know that I'm in the wrong place. So, so fast forward in, two years. And, and that's in an untested federation as well. So for a natural athlete like yourself, dude, that's, that's awesome. That's like such good feedback. It, 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 it makes yeah. me resent you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I'm, I am blessed. I am blessed to have been training for, you know, eight years in the gym up until that point. So I, I definitely feel I had a leg up on the guys that were in the show show, you know, three to five year experience is what I gathered. And, you know, then I took, I took the last two years to really, you know, focus on business and in serving others with their fitness goals. And, um, and then I really got an itch, Chris, like, uh, beginning of this year, January, 2019, like, man, I have kind of been, um, stagnant and not extremely motivated in the gym. Cause I've been so focused outward and, and I, I need to put the pedal to the metal again. I, I have this internal intuition itch and I just want to see what I can dig down into, you know? So that's what really sparked this. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if, if I mentioned this to you when, when we trained together, but uh, that spokesmodel search, I did that in 2016. Did I tell you that when we trained? No. You did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, so so but, but the, uh, most people listen to my podcast won't know that because at the time I had just, oh, I mean, I'd, I'd been doing kind of fitness bits and pieces, but I hadn't, uh, I hadn't really made a massive deal about, you know, doing that. And it was, I was recommended to go for it and I did, and I missed out on by one place. I was sixth in, you know, so I, I don't know if they changed it for, for your, um, you started that was at the end of 2016 and you got on stage 2017 or was it the year after? Yeah. No, that was it. Yeah. So it was, it was uh, it, I was the previous year and, um, what they did was obviously they did the, the, the final voting for the top five male and female. Is that what they did with you? Yes. 
Yeah, and I, I from the voting, I was sixth. So in some ways, I was like, wow, so close. But then another part of me was like, oh, shit, imagine if I had to go on stage. You know who was, who, who was on stage that year with me or would have been? Stanimal from Gold's in Venice. Oh, man. Obviously, oh he's just blown up since then. But even, dude, he was, he was big back then. So, like, you know, I'm still not big, and this is a few years on. So... I would have been just completely dwarfed. That being said, though, obviously I'm gutted. I'm 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 just a little bit a little bit better. I'm not gonna lie. But um, yeah. So, so so that was cool. That that and, and you won that, right? I actually didn't. So Nick Cheadle from Australia won. Right. I came in second. Awesome. But that's massive achievements. Massive achievements. And I suppose for you then to realize that you have. Uh, so much more to give in terms of, I suppose, you know, competing on some level um, is has obviously kind of kind of created that itch, I suppose, right? You're right. You're right, Chris. And and to be honest, man, I, you know, I'm not extremely, I'm not one of these extremely passionate competitors. I feel like, you know, and there's nothing wrong about being extremely uh, passionate about it. I think it's an amazing thing. Um, I do see a lot of individuals in fitness getting very, very caught up in the competition sphere and realm and, you know, kind of putting all their eggs in one basket and attaching their, you know, self-worth to, did I win? Did I place? And I've never been that way. You know, I got into this for service, Chris. Like I, you know, I, I struggled with an eating disorder and we can get into this if we choose to. And, uh, I really saw the dark side of fitness early on in my journey and, the reason I decided to try to get my foot in the fitness industry was really from a place of, Hey, what I experienced trying to get lean and aesthetic is not something I would like anyone else to ever experience. So I really, you know, jumped into this thinking, how can I grow? Like, how can I grow a business, right? How can I grow in a way where I can coach and serve individuals with sustainable nutrition and training and, yeah, competition. You know, I have a competitive edge in me. I was a soccer player, a football player, as you would say, earlier in life. So I have, I have that, but it's not what I lead with, right? I, I lead with service first. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Supplement Needs. Supplement Needs are one of the UK's fastest growing online health and supplement stores. They have completely exploded over the last year and have been giving out not only some incredible products, but also some incredible information. For me, over the last number of years, I feel like the health aspect of the health and fitness industry has been completely left out. And companies like Supplement Needs are bringing your health as a priority to the forefront. For me, Maybe it's because I'm a little bit older. Maybe it's because I'm a little bit wiser, but I'm focusing so much more now on health, knowing that I can never fully perform without being as optimal as I possibly can in terms of my health. A lot of the supplements that I take from supplement needs and have been taking are health related. For example, zinc, magnesium, P5P, L-theanine, 5-HTP, vitamin B5, ashwagandha, methyl B12, vitamin D3, curcumin, and tudka. Now, for me to bring a sponsor onto the podcast, it is imperative for me, firstly, that I believe in the brand, their ethos, their message, but also their supplements. Now, knowing that Dr. Dean St. Mart heads their intelligence and their formulation 
is incredible. Just to have someone like that to give that level of detail. For those of you guys who don't know, Dr. Dean is a great friend of mine and he has a PhD in organic chemistry. His sole goal is to help supplement needs create the best possible formulations possible. Uh, so over the last number of months, he has created four stacks. There's a kidney and blood pressure stack, a liver stack, a sleep stack and a heart stack. Now for me to have a relationship with a company that gives that level of detail and puts that much uh, emphasis on making other people's health a priority, especially when it comes to science, it was an absolute no brainer for me. You can also find a lot of other supplements on their, uh, both in their in-house store in New Milton, but also online on their website, Redcon One, Granite Supplements, Anabolic Design, Adapt, SciTech, and more recently, the Train by JP Nutrition Supplements. Some amazing products, uh, just an amazing brand, and really excited to be working with them. If you haven't, please check them out at supplementneeds.co.uk. You can also find them on Instagram. And if you want to save some money off, use the code SPEARMAN on your order to save yourself some money. You know, for any of you guys out there who aren't following Brian, now actually speaking of, there's not many people out there who are not following Brian, and we'll come to why that is. But dude, your stories are... It's and, and I mean this like truthfully in fitness, I just feel like a lot of people are, you know, very one dimensional and you are one of a very small number of people who um, reach out to me on a, a mindfulness level and you're so very um, self-aware. Is that because of what you went through with your eating disorder um, in the past? Or do you feel like you've always been just a little bit more self-aware than most? Uh, that's a great question, Chris. I, I, think it's a, I think it's a bit of both. You know, the eating disorder really, really showed me what's not working in my life. And it was abundantly clear when, you know, it, it started out as binge eating. I would undereat eat uh, severely low calories. And as a growing boy, 18, 19 years old, that's not cool to be weight training. And then I was actually a runner too. So I'd, I would rate weight train, I'd go run, you know, 10 miles plus, and I'd try to eat less than 2000 calories a day. Well, when your energy expenditure from weight, from exercise alone is a, at about 2000 calories, that really doesn't work. Right. So it quickly spiraled into binge eating and then I would feel so guilty about that. Then about a year later, it, it manifested into um, making myself get sick. So purging bulimia because I felt so guilty with all the food I had taken in. And this cycle just started happening. And I knew the whole time because when you make yourself get sick, you know that it's not natural. You know that there's something wrong. But I didn't, under, I didn't know how to get out of it. And I, I was so lost and I was so ashamed as a man that I was struggling with this and I would do my research on my own. And, you know, th this is something that women struggle with. And, you know, if only my friends found out my boys that I go to the gym with that I, that I'm struggling with this, like, what would they think of me? So it was really, you know, Chris, me taking a step back, going internal and being like, okay, there is something really wrong with my relationship with 
training and my body and nutrition. And I need to figure out what's going on because I know that from what I was reading that this could end up killing me, you know, with, you know, complications with my throat, with my esophagus, if this continues for another five, 10 years. So that, that's the first thing, Chris. And then the second thing is I am blessed to come from a family where my father is a coach. He's an executive coach and really big into personal development. He's always surrounded himself with mentors like Tony Robbins. Now, obviously not friends with him, but he's followed Tony Robbins work. Um, John Maxwell, the 10 X conference, right? Yeah. So my dad uh, was a, a coach and still in some capacity under John Maxwell. So I started learning, um, you know, personal responsibility, taking ownership for your life, things like this uh, in high school. And those two factors together, Chris, really equipped me with the tools I think that I needed to approach the fitness space with a more holistic, mindful uh, point of view. Does that make sense? Yeah, dude, that's so apparent. And, uh, you know, obviously now having met you and, and hung out and trained and stuff, I, I, I know that, but I feel there's so many people out there that um, need someone like you. And I think this is a really important conversation. The reason I think it's really important is because um, whether it's society or otherwise, we feel like if someone says eating disorder, people think of maybe a teenage girl. Mm -hmm. There are guys yes. out there just exactly. like you and just like our clients who are going through this too. But it, one, it doesn't really get spoken about Two, You know, people don't have the balls to say that was me like you have. Um, and three, I think it's, it's maybe it's, it's not as, um, articulated the right way or maybe as 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 guys we just find it difficult to identify that that's actually what's going on um and uh, it's 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 so powerful that you're able to number one uh, you know be able to speak from 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 that you know that aspect and and also that you i, I i've no doubt when you do coach that people listen because you've been there yourself Definitely. Definitely. I, you know, and I view it as a positive, Chris, that what I, what I experienced and, you know, I'm, I'm very quick to say I'm not uh, playing a victim card here because, you know, I would never want people to think that, you know, I, I'm looking for sympathy or anything, but I, I do share it because I know it's going to, I know it's going to serve others, you know, and a lot of men, I, I think may hold back from sharing it because, it may make them seem like, uh, you know, feminine or, or not, not strong or they're not professional or how can you coach someone if you can't get a grasp of food yourself? Like all of these stories we tell ourselves, well, right. the, the truth is that, you know, from these experiences come, come experience, right? You know, come being able to speak on it from a firsthand basis. And, you know, that's why I'm so passionate about educating on getting lean uh, with a sustainable means. And, and it, it really does break my heart, Chris, these, these days I feel in the last two to three years with, you know, the, the growth of online business and how entrepreneurship is so much more accessible. I think it's an amazing thing, but that also comes with, because there's a low barrier to entry mm -hmm. that, you know, individuals who've gotten in shape, you know, in the last couple of years, they're like, Oh, I've gotten lean. I can now show a ton of other people how to get lean. And because they're young and 20 or 21 and they've got this great look, they can throw up an application to apply for their coaching. And then all these other 17, 18, 19 year olds are applying to work with them because they love the way they look. And these, these, you know, coaches quote unquote, aren't, 
aren't equipped with the experience with training, nutrition, or even their own personal experience to really be able to serve someone with, you know, with their goals and, you know, these, these 30 day programs and join my six week challenge. I mean, I think, I think it's a, it's a blessing, but sometimes it can do more harm than good. I agree. And it was a conversation. Uh, yeah, obviously, we, we, we trained and hung out with Luke um, Kozlowski in, in Miami. And that's a conversation we had uh, this week, actually, when we, um, when we discussed not what's wrong with the, the, the health and fitness industry, but maybe some of the as- aspects that could be improved and how education is so important. And I feel like, you know, obviously, he's doing... Um, his, or, or, or has done his, uh, his degree in exercise physiology, obviously with my, you know, my, my degree, my master's and, and my PhD, I feel like the more we learn, the more we realize there's so much out there that we don't know. And I feel like it, it humbles you when you become more educated in a specific field um, that, you know what, actually, okay, I may know a lot about this subject, um, but we, as you see all the time, you know, there are people out there who are, uh, trying to get that instant, uh, Oh, I want to make X amount or I want to make six figures here, which is great. And obviously, you know, you've got your mentorship clients as do I, the first thing I say to them is before you put this program out there or before you increase your price, can you hand on heart say that you can fulfill this job, um, or fulfill, fulfill your role in, in, in terms of what you're doing? And it comes back actually to, to something that, um, that Grant Cardone said when we were in Miami and it was, uh, and I firmly believe it. I feel like the sales process is not complete until you finish, um, or, or, or finish on your, on the commitment that you made, um, in the communication with your potential lead. So until you fulfill your job or, or fulfill what you, your, your expectations of what you said you're going to do, the sale is not finished yet. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really interesting conversation. And I think f- for someone to, who's out there who is going through male or female, um, is going through some form of eating disorder or feeling like you know, they're not in control, I feel like some of the stuff you put out there, especially on your story of just, it just cuts the bullshit, dude. It just goes straight to this is what's happening um, and identifying it for a lot of people, which, you know, I, I'm grateful for because, uh, because of the time difference, you know, sometimes I'll be like, just getting up and you've just posted up maybe, you know, your story before you go to the gym or after you go to the gym. And, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm buzzing now. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And I'm like, I know this guy. I know this guy. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, you've got six weeks now and, and, uh, until the show and I know you've been working super, super hard all year. Um, you know, and I, I, as you mentioned on business and, and, and bits and pieces. One thing that I really want to discuss speak from a, forget about everyone listening to this podcast right now. This is just me and Brian chatting and I am going to completely just dissect what he's doing right now because I'm so interested, dude. I think there's some things that people do really, really well in the fitness space. And one thing that is just absolutely exploded for you is your engagement, your growth um, online. And I feel like you're being rewarded now over the last few months for, I'm sure, years of hard work. And if you were to give tips or tricks to people out there who want that same sort of growth of engagement, um, what would you uh, advise they focus more on? Um, and maybe for those who haven't followed you up until this point, um, what have you changed about what you've been doing? That's a great question, Chris. And, and it's been a blessing seeing uh, 
seeing my platforms grow, it's something I've really longed for when I first got into this three years ago, because I know that the messages I share are valuable and, and get to be heard by everybody. And I knew it was just a matter of time. It, it wasn't a when, it wasn't an if, it was a when, right? So I, I you know, every day it was just, you know, what, what can I try that's new? What can I try to get in front of more eyeballs? And, um, you know, Chris, I, I had this feeling towards the end of 2018. It's funny. I, I got so fed up with social media and YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all these platforms that I didn't look at them or post all of December of 2018. I took a full, full month off because I felt like I wasn't being effective with my time. I felt like I wasn't connecting the way I desired to connect. And, and long story short, took that month off to really reevaluate, you know, why am I sharing? You know, what is the point of me getting up and like creating content and writing and, and filming, you know, what's the point at the end of the day? And that's really what I went internal on in December. And then I decided, you know, in 2019, things are going to be different. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to look at what's working. I'm going to try new things. I'm going to shift quickly based on the response. And something that always stuck out with me, and it's actually a Gary Vee thing that, that he says, is, uh, is give your best stuff away for free. Give your best stuff away for free and people will pay you for the implementation. And I was just like, wow, that's, that's something I've never heard before. That The common logic amongst especially online service-based providers, coaches is, hey, you know, give a taste of what you can do, but you're paying clients. They get the real thing, right? They get everything because they're paying you. I mean, that's logical, right? Right. Well, I decided to, I decided to try this out. I was like, okay, well, what if I just give um, the best content for free? Everything from, you know, a full full workouts, film everything, the sets, the reps, the rest time, the, the full program, talk about everything I'm eating. What if I just put everything that I'm doing out there and anyone who finds it, they can take it. Let's see what happens. So yeah, I shifted from specifically on Instagram. You know, I was just, just at this point, you had roughly how many followers? I know, but just for those listening. Yeah. 80,000. Cool. Right. 80,000. I was right. stuck there. Yeah. I was stuck at 80,000 for a year. Um, didn't, didn't go up, didn't go down. And I was just posting photos of myself, essentially, you know, some aesthetic photos, some gym photos, some lifestyle photos, and then I'd write a caption and the caption was always filled with value, but, um, but it wasn't connecting. So one day I was like, screw it. I see people posting workouts and I think that I can do this better than anyone mm -hmm. because I know how to use a camera. I have one. I know how to use some video editing software. Screw it. Let me try. So started, I was like, I'm going to do this for a week. Let's see what happens. And this is, um, you know, it's June now. This is, I think, March. And uh, started posting workouts. And, you know, these are swipe workouts on Instagram. So one exercise, swipe to the next video, view that exercise, swipe. And I'll have a series of anywhere from six to ten uh, movements. And it's a full workout every day. And I did that for a week. And I shot up 2,000 followers and I was just like, whoa, like, what? okay, like this is different because I had been stuck for, for a year at, that, at a following level. So I'm like, okay, 82,000 followers, this is, this is crazy. All right, I'm doubling down on this. Like this is insane return on my time versus the past. So Chris, it was as simple as that, man. It was, you know, posting those workouts I started the, and then the, the funny thing is, dude, this has all happened since, since we last met. Right. And I saw, so I remember, going, Oh, sweet. And then 
I, I've literally seen that progression and obviously I can identify as a content creator myself. You know, I'm not putting out that content. Um, I wish I was jealous again, but mm-hmm. I've seen you uh, go through that transition and now I'm just like, oh shit. Like, you know, but uh, regardless of what it is, it's not a case of, oh, I'm going to do what Brian does and it's going to explode. What Brian said there is so, is so important. He's giving out his best content. Now for, for me, for example, you know, I don't look like Brian and you know, my, my training may not be as good as Brian. So me doing that wouldn't have the same, you know, uh, return on, uh, return on investment. But, you know, so basically, if you're listening to this right now and you know there is something that you're doing exceptionally well or you know there's something that you're exceptionally gifted at double down on that that's exactly what you've done dude that being said though i'm not taking away from the um, the other many aspects um of of talents that you have um that we're going to you know touch on later in terms of i suppose program design and uh and your you know entrepreneurial mind but it's it, it, it's fascinating, dude. It's it, it's really really cool, especially for me, you know, and to see to see people, um, you know, who I've connected with and network with, and you know, people I call friends that are that are just absolutely killing it. You know, it's it's really really cool. The funniest part was uh, when I saw you that, that you were uh, you were cutting down for this prep. I was like, what? what Brian can get leaner than this? Like, <laughs> how can this guy get leaner? But um, honestly, guys, for those of you who aren't, obviously, we're going to put. Uh, you know, Brian's details in the show notes, but you know, it's, it's, it's an exciting year for you, dude. Absolutely. Um, but before then, obviously you, you had taken a, a, a different kind of pivot in terms of business and, and you focused a little bit more on, on, on different programs or, or helping, you know, um, both people get in shape or, or entrepreneurs kind of pivot in theirs. Um, how is that going and, uh, how are things looking for 2019 in terms of what you're focusing on business wise? Thanks, Chris. Yeah, there's a lot of things in the works, man. And, you know, there's been a lot of shifting, I think, you know, and I'm sure you can attest to this, Chris, you know, your first two to five years of entrepreneurship. I mean, heck, first zero to five years. I mean, there's so much you learn about yourself, about business, so much uh, pivoting that happens, uh, repositioning offers, giving new offers. So, Chris, as soon as, um, as soon as this, uh, you know, my profiles started to take off, you know, YouTube and Instagram, my thought process as an entrepreneur was, okay, momentum as an entrepreneur is everything. And right now I have something special. So I'm going to free up my time as much as possible to be able to continue this momentum. So, you know, after the 2k followers came the next week, it was like 5,000 more. And then the next week it was 10,000 more. Then the next week it was 30,000 more. And every day it just grew and grew. I, Chris, I had one ab workout post that got 90,000 saves, like 90,000 people saved it to do it. And that, that was, that was a month after me barely breaking a thousand likes on a, on a post of mine that I poured my heart and soul into the caption. So the last thing I'll say about content, Chris, is it has to make sense for the platform. Okay. So, you know, Instagram, for example, they are, especially in 2019, they are really rewarding video. Okay. So anyone who's listening to this right now, who's like, okay, I'm posting the best photos, the most aesthetic photos, my client before and afters, that's great. But if you want to grow, understand that Instagram and Facebook, they measure the quality of a post based on how long a consumer spends on it, right? So my posts 
these workouts and the videos are rewarded because not only do people swipe through and watch the workout when they first see it, but they'll save it and bring it up at the gym. And then they're on that same post for an hour plus viewing the workout. So what is that telling Instagram? That's saying, oh crap, this user has a post and continually has posts that so many people are spending so much time on. We need to bump this guy. We need to put him on the explore page. We need to put him on the first in the feed because people are spending and they're, he's having people stay on our app so much longer. So anyone who's listening video, just think video, video, video. However, it, you know, if it's a client interview, post that plus the before and after, you right. know? Um, so there's that. But, and, and, but then Chris, that, to, um, I'm tied back to your question now to pivot into my offers, you know, now that I've been spending more time on the content creation, it's been really important for me to really lean on my team to be in the business as I'm really focused on content creation. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching at this point, fitness coaching. So I work with personally uh, under 20 clients and then I have four assistant coaches who each work with under 20 clients and they will, you know, they'll find my application funnel through, um, you know, Instagram or YouTube or Facebook or email, and they'll, they'll reach out for a call. They'll schedule a call with myself or one of my assistant coaches and, and they will come in and work with us for 12 weeks time. And this is not competitors. This isn't someone who, uh, is, is looking to get ultra lean by any means. This is a, this is an everyday person, someone who works a nine to five, who's like, Hey, you know, I, I want to have better sex with my wife. I want to look great on the beach. And that's who we serve on the fitness side. And then on the business uh, mentorship side, it's really getting uh, aspiring online coaches and current online coaches set up with a great infrastructure to be able to serve uh, in a great way. Because from my experience, when I first got into this space three years ago, you know, I didn't have the systems set up to be able to help a lot of people effectively. You know, I was just emailing clients constantly. I was, you know, emailing my prices. I'm laughing, dude. Cause like I, I, you're just speaking straight to me a few years ago. Like I know exactly what it's like and it's, 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 it's frustrating. Like, and he, I, on that point, imagine if you could go back then and know what you know now, like, Oh my gosh. When I, when I have that conversation with myself, I get upset. I actually get physically upset. I'm like, I don't even want to think about this. Like I'm, t I'm, I'm, I'm 20. What age are you now? I'm 27. Yeah. So you, you've got lots of time, but like, I mean, I'm, I'm hitting 30 this year and I'm like, Oh my God. Like I see, you know, I was talking to Luke and you know, he's, he's 21. I'm like, dude. And, and he had said, <laughs> he mentioned you as well. And he was like, you know, I try not to get overwhelmed. I see people like you and Brian and Rudy. And I'm like, dude, I was like, what age are you? And he was like 21. I said, dude, when I was 21 at this, oh my this, God. this summer, when I was 21, I was like basically just having the absolute ball of a time in San Diego all summer. Didn't have a care in the world. <laughs> there was no gym in sight. I was always relatively lean, but I was just like, just wasting around really until I actually ended up in, in, uh, in Gold's Gym Sports Boulevard in, in San Diego. And I actually, that's when I started training properly. So like, that's, I'm like, dude, you're so far ahead. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I completely relate. And obviously you can have those direct conversations now with your business mentorship clients and, 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 you know, push them in the right direction. 
but yeah, dude, obviously it's tough, you know, between uh, if you're doing two aspects, but I'm going to put you on the spot now and you probably, <laughs> probably not want me to ask, but uh, because I'm in the same situation, but I'm going to throw you slightly under the bus and, 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 and see what your thoughts are. But do you have a preference between your entrepreneurial clients and your nutritional clients? Um, and, and if so, why, or, or what do you feel the main differences are? That's a, that's a great question, Chris. And, and I, I promise you when I say this is not a, uh, a PR, answer. yeah, this right. is not at all. I I'm truly am in the middle of the road, equal parts, because, you know, as I, I briefly shared, I love serving other people because of a, a, a prior pain that I went through in life, a prior struggle. So on the fitness side, it's really, you know, I see individuals who struggle with nutrition. Man, I was struggling with nutrition at 21. Uh, it didn't know how to get out of it. And then, and then I really empathize with that because I know that there's a better way and I can, I can be that guiding light for them and pull them through that pain. And then on the, on the business side, it's really, well, hey, I know the pain and the struggle of knowing that you can help people massively, but just not knowing how to do it or you know, not having the systems and structures because that's everything in business, you know, and, and it's such a helpless feeling, Chris, I know you know this, when you know that you can help so many people, but you just simply don't know how. Like, I, I don't know how. I don't know what system or structure or sales or marketing or backend or delivery to set up where I can have my highest level of impact. So being able to provide those breakthroughs on both sides is such a freaking rewarding thing. I can't even explain it. Like, I have a mentorship call coming up with my uh, business mentorship clients here in a short amount of time. And I can't wait to get on this call with them and hear what they're up to because I know that these guys are starting, you know, with their first five to 20 clients ever. And they have such a solid foundation that they're building on with their systems and, you know, an app they can give their programs out and their nutrition that I know they're serving their clients from the get go so much better than I was. And it's so, it's such a cool thing to be able to see. So it may shift, Chris, uh, coming in the coming years, but for now, I enjoy having my feet in in both sides. Yeah, you know, I, I'm 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 very similar. I feel like uh, like yourself. I've got a team of coaches that um, help me with the nutritional aspect of things, and um, I've hired a, a CEO who basically runs it for me. I'm essentially just kind of the face of. Uh, of, of the brand and content head of content creation really. Um, uh, however, there are a small number of clients similar to yourself, less than 20 clients that I will keep personally. Um, you know, there were times during the growth of, of my business where I had between anything from a hundred to 200 personally. And there's no way, I don't care who you are. There's no way you can give what your clients need. With oh my gosh! Amount of clients, like there's no way you can give. Well, for me anyway, and I know you're the same. It's it, I. I'm extremely uh, tough on on myself and what on my expectations for for life. So when it comes to you know whatever business or whatever I put out there in terms of you know a program, I'm if I feel like. I'm not delivering or I'm not giving enough to clients, then that really frustrates me. Um, now, obviously, you know, similar to yourself, I've got a, a team of, a team of coaches who, you know, have anything between 200 to 300 active clients at any one time to collectively, of course. Um, 
but yeah, I still have a, a, you know, I still have, you know, maybe 15 or so personally that I, I, I don't want to let go of, um, for yeah. various different reasons, you know, and, uh, obviously we're fortunate to be in that position. However, you know, for your, ma- uh, your, your mentorship clients and my mastermind clients, uh, my goal for them is that they have the luxury to do exactly that. The one, uh, and I suppose the biggest mistake and the one word of warning that I would say to someone out there listening to this or anything about, you know, they want to earn six figures, they want to earn seven figures or whatever it is now. And, and Brian, I know you're the same. My, I was like, wow, imagine if I could scale my business and do this. And I, because I was doing my doctorate, I had to scale successfully. I know we spoke about, you know, some of the methods that I used when I saw you, but what actually happened was when I did scale and then I did delegate, I ended up just filling the rest of that time to do other aspects of, you know, be it my mentorship or business clients or adding more content or creating a podcast. I didn't do all of those things so that I could sit by a pool in, in Dubai and just sip cocktails. <laughs> and my, my word of warning is if that is your own, if that is your goal um, or your end goal in, ter- um, in terms of scaling or delegating, then you're in the, you're in the wrong field. And I feel like you, you won't succeed long-term. Um, and that's one thing, Brian, that I think, you know, we really have in common is, and I see that, you know, you're, to, to be completely truthful, dude, I wish I was able to probably give a little bit more time to my training. And, um, that's something that I have so much respect that you're able to do that. And I see how, how little you sleep and also how hard you work. Mm-hmm. And I know you put it on your stories quite a lot. So that's what I'm going to take away, uh, probably from, from this most is that, um, it's still, an, it's still not an excuse. And I need to identify that that's a, a bullshit excuse that I'm telling myself, not that I'm in bad shape. I know that, but, um, you know, when, you know, someone like Brian is going to step on stage in six weeks doing everything mm-hmm. that I'm doing, dude, it's, uh, it, it, it's massively inspirational, e- even for me, let alone your clients, you know? Thank you. Thank you, Chris. And, and I, I will say too, man, like it, it, this really does go both ways and anyone listening, pardon the us patting each other's back, but Chris, I, I really do look up to you, man, because I see you almost as it's weird, but even though we haven't seen each other much in person, I view you and read your stuff as if like you're an older brother of mine. I mean, with your education, the level you've gotten to there, um, you know, getting shredded based in science, like you are one of the very, very few, like you, you shared with me that I see doing this from the right place and not only just being a, a preacher, but a practitioner, like your physique is unreal. And you learn from the best in the space. I see you seek out the best in the space, you know, Ben Pakulski, um, working with the best in the space, the Rudy's and, uh, et cetera. And, you know, I, I pull and, and I learn a lot from your stuff, man. And, and I hope you know that it's, you know, you motivate me equal parts and, and, understand guys that however far, you know, you're listening here, think we've gone, we have mentors too. You know, we lean on individuals. We lean on individuals who've come before us. I I have a coach who's leading me through this prep. His name is Paul Ravella. Uh, Chris, I'm sure you may have heard of of Paul Ravella. He's based out of Tampa, Florida, as Mm -hmm. well as, you know, many of the best um, in fitness in the States. And, and he's been guiding me so much and I've been leaning on him. I, I could never do this on my own. And, and I believe to, to be a powerful coach is to believe in coaching so much that you are always being coached too. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's really, 
that's because that's where I can be able to perform it at this level and, you know, lose sleep if I need to. It's because I have people, business mentors and fitness mentors who will kick me in the freaking rear end if they see me not doing what I committed to. Right. Right. You know, that's really what it comes down to. I think the biggest mistake that maybe guys more than female, maybe, maybe I'm being a little bit sexist against guys here, but I feel like well, also because I've been there. So, you know, when I say things like this, it's because I'm speaking to, 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 to the, you know, the old me, but I feel like as guys, we kind of think, no, I can do it. I don't need a coach. Like, you know, mm. you know, younger guys getting into fitness right now who, you know, maybe they're personal trainers and they've just started online coaching and they're in pretty good shape. And they're like, I don't need a coach. Like that'll show weakness. I mm. want people to think that I know this and that and whatever. It, it's the biggest mistake I made was oh not or sooner. Um, you know, and to be able to Ben, I, I don't know if you know, Ben and Rudy are both in London now. Um, so yeah, they're both here. Rudy earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ben's, Ben's flown in today and obviously I'm going to his, uh, he, he's, he's demanded I, I, I attend his camp. So I suppose I must oblige, <laughs> but um, to have people, you know, in, in our realms that, that we can now call friends, um, that, that started off as, as, as mentors or, or, you know, in, in some aspects of nutrition or, 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 um, the entrepreneurial world, it's, um, it, it, it's helped us get to where we are, you know, and if there's anyone out there who wants to really take over in any space, my advice is to shortcut your time to success and seek out people who, have done, uh, you know, what you want to do or, or inspire you to do so. Um, you know, and yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to see how you get on in the next six weeks, but, Thank you. um, where can people find out more about you, your prep? Um, you know, are you still active, uh, as active on YouTube as you were, um, podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to be putting the pressure on you to, uh, to, <laughs> to get cracking with, 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 with your own podcast, dude. Oh man, thank you, thank you, Chris. Because it, it's been a long thing that's that's overdue, and I'm feeling the itch to be able to share more. But yeah, guys, you can find me pretty much on all the social platforms. Uh, uh, Instagram, I, I post every day, post workouts and my stories. So that's a great place to be able to reach me. YouTube, I am documenting this contest prep. Uh, Chris caught me at a time where I haven't uploaded a video in two weeks, but prior to, uh, prior to the, the last two weeks I was uploading every day. So, um, I'm, you know, I'm going to be releasing many, many YouTube videos leading up for the next six to seven weeks. So that's just YouTube and Instagram, Brian DaCosta. Awesome. Dude, for those out there, a few hot fire questions before you go. I know you're a busy man. Um, what three tips would you give to anyone out there who wants to take their content to the next level? Who wants to take their content to the next level? So what I would do is I would, uh, I would find the best that are doing it. So not only just the best that are doing it, but for anyone who's listening, my challenge to you, number one is create a list of five people. And the list of five people, boy or girl, doesn't matter, is the individual's content that resonates with you most, okay, that you connect with. And I would imagine that their content is good and they likely have great engagement because you feel that way for a certain reason. So list those five people. And then my challenge to you is to, to not imitate what they're doing, but ask yourself the question, how can I create content similar to this, but 
in my own authentic voice that is true to me, right? That's, num- that's the first thing because I believe success leaves clues and we don't need to reinvent the wheel. So look for people who are doing great things. You know, Chris is a great example. I think um, Jordan Syatt, um, who used to be Gary Vaynerchuk's coach, is a great example. I, I think uh, Carter Good on Instagram is a great example. I think uh, Christian Guzman on YouTube is a great example. Steve Cook, you know, create a list of five people that connect with you most and then ask yourself, how can I create something similar to this that's authentic to me? Number two is, is speak to a younger version of yourself. So number one, five, five people. Number two, speak to a younger version of yourself. So when I create content, Chris, I'm always thinking, what did Brian at age 18, 19 need to hear? And what would he have liked to see? And I literally create that. So so when you're as a content creator listening now, there's a younger version of you who is longing to know what you know right now. Create that content for a younger version of yourself, right? That will remove any... Ah, is this good? Should I create this or any, anything like that? That's number two. And then number three is, is, um, I'm kind of stuck here, but, but, um, just, just be consistent. And I, and I know that this is such a hot button thing that said, but you know, I was going to say that, but it's so true. You know, like even with my podcast, even, even for those of you guys listening, you know, like, but I said to Brian, obviously the, the podcast exploded recently, but that's because I'm just being consistent. Um, and obviously getting some amazing guests like Brian on board, but, um, it's, it's so important. Consistency is king. So yeah, I, I, I second that for sure. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I, I think people, people, people buy into you when they know that you're committed and they, and, and showing that you are committed to your vision for your podcast and for me, for my, my post shows that I have immense respect for my audience. It shows Chris that you have immense respect for your audience and people love to know that they are cared about. You know, people don't just buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Well, showing that you're consistent with your content shows that you care enough for people to be committed to the long term. You know, I would take an influencer or someone who shares content that makes seven posts in a week every day that aren't the best quality versus a a content creator that that makes two posts in a week that are pristine, perfect, perfectly edited, best copy, you know, so show up and be consistent. That's number three. You know, that's one massive thing that I say to the guys within, within my mastermind is they're like, Oh, I'm like, did you post every day this week? Or did you do this? Did you do what, you know, we set out to, um, to achieve in terms of your commitments and like, no, I did, I couldn't find something good enough. And I'm like, shit content is better than no content. And I know that sound that, you know, some people might disagree, but my, my honest belief is you can improve your content, but if you're not, and, and as long as you stay consistent over time, you can improve your quality of content. You can improve your copy. You can, you know, get a better camera, but if you're not consistent, you know, people, people lose interest. And like, exactly like you said, people don't feel like you're committed to them. So why should people be committed to us as fitness professionals if, if, if we're not doing the same back? Um, oh man, that, that needs to be on a billboard, Chris. Dude, it is an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I know you're an extremely busy guy. Um, you do realize I'm going to take you up on your offer uh, <laughs> to hit LA and we're going to hit Venice. Um, yes. As always, if you're ever in Europe, even if it's not London, dude, let me know because we can, oh, actually, oh, secret, speaking of, is it, <laughs> you're going to be in the Mediterranean this summer. Is that true? 
I I am Chris. I'm I'm very likely going to be planning a trip to Ibiza or or somewhere uh, somewhere in the Mediterranean in Do the next two to three months. So we need to connect. This excites on that. me. Rudy mentioned this to me and 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 was kind of throwing it out there that maybe we should have a little get together. So this will be discussed offline. Um, yes. This will be interesting. Yes. <laughs> Something has to happen, and if not, I will be in Los Angeles at some point. And uh, we can go through a proper workout in the Mecca. Yes. Well, Chris, I, I just want to express my extreme gratitude for you and what you've done, not just with this podcast, but with your, your business, how you carry yourself as a human being. And I'm, I'm extremely grateful and blessed and honored to be featured here. And anyone who's listening, obviously you've bought into Chris, otherwise you wouldn't be here. Or perhaps if you found Chris's podcast through myself sharing it, which I know I'm going to share this with everyone, please continue to follow Chris's journey because uh, you're, you won't be the only one. I'm, I'm alongside with you following Chris and, and his words. So thank you, man, so much. Dude, I appreciate you. I appreciate your words. Thank you. Guys, as always, I'm going to leave you with the same quote that I leave you at the end of every podcast. Make the most of today. You will not get this day again. Peace. Guys, I'm interrupting this podcast for one reason only. I want to say a massive, massive thank you to every single one of you listening. Whether you've left a review on iTunes, whether you've shared this in your story, whether you've referred this to a friend, I just want to say a massive thank you. As a thank you from me, I want to give every single one of you something for free, something that you can take away and something that you can use. So what I want you to do right now, while you're listening, whether you're on Spotify, whether you're on Stitcher or whether you're on iTunes, continue listening this second, head straight over to my Instagram page. Now, I want you to click the link in my bio and hit free arm guide. I want you guys to download that, take it away, utilize it, give it a go. Let me know your feedback. Let me know how you're getting on as a massive thank you from me to you. So click the link in my bio, uh, put your email address in, it will get sent directly to you in seconds, completely automatically, completely for free as a massive thank you for you guys um, even listening to this. You know, I never thought that there would be this many people listening. Just recently we've hit 100,000 downloads, which is mental, um, and I wanna give something back. So as a thank you from me to you, uh, click the link in my bio, download the free arm guide, and get started. Um, you've got three workouts within that arm guide. You've got a hypertrophy arm day, you've got a strength arm day, and you have got an arm blaster. Now, if you're going to do the arm blaster, take about 60 to 90 minutes out of your day because it is going to be amazing. Um, it's a little bit longer than usual, but some really, really good execution tips in that ebook. I hope you make the most of it. Guys, thank you again. <laughs>